0: Probably VG Empire episode 33. This is Brett Elston, as always, with two, no, not even first time guests, because you've been
1: on once. I am Matt Hackett. I was on the Shining episode we did about Shining Force, Shining the Darkness, Landstalker, that kind of stuff. Yes, as well as. I am Joshua Hines,
2: creative assassin on Laser Time and many other places.
1: Many other places. Um, And Josh was on an episode of something before Talk Radar 123. 123.
0: Nice. Um, Easy to remember. One, two, three.
2: Very easy. Probably the best episode ever. It is really good. All 198.
0: Pretty nice. Um, (laughs) It's one of the best things ever. Uh, So this is uh, the final Castlevania blast of uh, Castlevania songs. um, Rounding out October and also rounding out just trying to find a way to get four episodes of Castlevania music in and still not get everything that's worth doing. Uh, Because both of you are, as you're both aware, there's so much good stuff. Like, smashed smashed in all the games. Like, even the stuff I leave out is, like, this is better than most game music. The stuff you left out are the ones that you forgot. It's true. You forgot all of the grids. I forgot they existed, and (laughs) I'm an idiot. Um, But, yeah, so this episode, as the song brought us in, is uh, House of Sacred Remains, which is Lament of Innocence, which brings us into, like, the PS2 Xbox era. Um, And this kind of runs concurrent with the last episode, which was all the handheld stuff. So... Circle of the Moon and uh, Harmony of Dissonance were out 0102, one 2 and this came out in 3 I think, Lament of Innocence, um, which, uh, so while that DS stuff was happening from the last episode, or the GBA, and then ultimately DS stuff, uh, Lament of Innocence, Curse of Darkness, both happen, and then uh, the rest of the episode will just play around a bit, because there's a lot of just grab bag stuff that I wanted to have fun with, too. Um, but Lament of Innocence was cool to me, because this song that starts, this is one of the first songs you hear, it's like, the first area you really go to and start playing the game. And it's all that moody, not really that interesting for like a minute, minute and a half almost. And then when the piano kicks in, I'm like, okay, now this is more like Symphony of the Night. And then I would actually say Dawn of Sorrow, which comes out in 05. There's music in that that sounds very reminiscent of this. So uh, this is again Michiru Yamane, who did Symphony of the Night and a lot of the other ones. Um, so you can really hear, like, if she was doing DS music and wasn't restrained with that stuff, this is the kind of soundtrack you would get. So this and Curse of Darkness are both, like, really good because it's having console-level um, technology to back the uh, orchestra without having to do it on a cart
1: or something. And those are some of the 3D games, aren't they? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So it's kind of contentious. Like, a lot of people, you know, it's easy not to get into them because it's trying to. It's once again trying to take a whip and a, 3D, a 2D movement game and try to make it into 3D, and a whip is a really hard weapon to get right. Yep. Um, I feel like this is the first... I like this better than Castlevania 64.
2: Yeah, that one leaves a bad taste in your mouth, and this one was maybe a bigger hurdle to get into, just because you have that notion that 64 was really bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, And, yeah, you come into into it kind of expecting crap. Yeah. And then I stuck with it and actually ended up really liking it. It's got some obvious problems, but, like, as a precursor to, like... um, It came out just after Devil May Cry, but even, like, you know, things like Rygar and God of War, like, all that stuff, like... It kind of hit around the same time. So to see all this kind of every company trying a new approach to it and seeing Castlevania Reborn this way, it was, it was cool because it's like, if I want to try, if I want to see it tried to be reborn, here it is. But if I want to play a classic one that I already like and I've got GBA and I've got DS, like it still exists somewhere. But this is the of the first game in the series, which introduces how the Belmonts become cursed and how Dracula becomes Dracula and... Uh, how the Vampire Killer gets its crazy holy power, and it is literally like a, much like Bina Commando was a wife arm. It is basically a wife whip. Uh, it's like sacrifices his wife to the whip to like the, it's a pure sacrifice because she was going to become a vampire and she gives herself freely to it or something like that, and that gives it this holy power to fight Dracula
1: and vampires forever. Did they ever bring any of that Bram Stoker stuff back in? Because didn't they they played with that a little bit with uh, was it Bloodlines? It's,
0: Bloodlines like weirdly starts trying to mash it in right. there, but then Portrait of Ruin starts trying to pick up where Bloodlines left with Eric lacard, but mm. then it's like, well, no, because now you're back into actual Castlevania mythology. So they didn't touch that stuff, not really.
2: Wasn't lacard a mistranslation of Alucard, or oh, was I don't there know. something with that, like the Alucard spear oh, is maybe. in Symphony, but it's the Whatever his name is. Well, I've Eric, already forgotten his Eric name. Eric Lacard. Huh. LeCard spear. is supposed to be the same weapon.
0: Oh, I see. Hmm.
2: I think that's right. Because I know that
0: spear is really distinct. Yeah. And then when you see him in Castlevania Judgment, the fighting game, like, he's clearly got that spear. Yeah. So it's like, huh, I don't know.
2: Maybe. More research is required. Well,
0: <laughs> you know, this isn't uh lore empire. This is VG Empire. Um. <laughs> uh, so I know I finished it, Matt. I don't think you even played this one really at all.
1: No, I played all the 2D right. games, and we, like I, I can speedrun Castlevania One. Yeah, we kind just watched that actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I get really into those games, but like the 3D stuff, I never got into. I don't know. The, the leap from 2D to 3D is often uh, like not everyone, not every franchise nails it the way like Mario did, for example. Right. right? So I've never heard like enough of positive word of mouth to be like, okay this is the game you should get into, you know, because all I heard was like, Castlevania 64 came out, and it's Mm -hmm. terrible, Avoid it at all costs, so. Yeah.
0: It's tough. And I felt like the Mint of Innocence was the, it was a great first step. And again, the music was part of the reason that I'm like, I can overlook a lot of things because I'm like, a new Castlevania means probably a new amazing soundtrack. Oh yeah. And I'm willing to like, forgive a lot because I'll be listening to the soundtrack as I play the game and get angry (laughs) or get frustrated. Right. Because it had a map. The cool thing about the map though is it let you leave drop markers. So like, even in Symphony of the Night, when you're like, "Oh, here's a place I know I can't get to," I need well, to remember I, I this. wish I could mark this map. Elements yeah. of Innocence would let you
1: put little, bink. I need to. I know I need to come back here. So I thought that was pretty neat. But they never like, even did that with the DS game, where like it's perfect. Like Zelda games did that, right? Where you can like make a note on the map with the stylus. You Phantom know? Hourglass and uh, uh, Spirit Tracks, I think, let you do that. Yeah, so they never did that in the Castle Like, how perfect would that be, right? Because so. you always want you you don't just want to put a marker there. You want to be like, "This is where this double the, jump will be used right, later." Right. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. So this was wasn't it mainly just corridors with big arena rooms and go yeah. in the room, clear out the enemies, move yeah, on. It, it was, was very yeah. much the same thing constantly through yeah. it. A lot of hallways. I had a very hard time getting into it and couldn't get into it. Yeah. coming and off of the Game Boy ones, the DS ones, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Symphony Formula, and it was just completely blew that away. Yeah,
1: that is not selling me on the, the 3D. <laughs> no, <laughs> A lot of a
0: lot of hallways. Enjoy. It's a lot of hallways, but like the <laughs> combat was cool. It would eventually become when you play Lords of Shadow, you can see like. Progression. Here it is done better because the right. combat in Lords of Shadows is really good. Yes, yeah. and Lament of Innocence is like ten years younger, ten years earlier. Right. So it's still trying to figure out. Well, how can we bring this into 3D? How can we do it? But um, yeah, it's it'd be hard to play now, I bet, because there's been so many advancements. But uh, right, the soundtrack is quite good. hey the soundtrack because <laughs> uh, it's still it's still Yamané who's been who's knocked it out of the park with every game she's touched since Bloodlines was the first one she worked on, and it's just like everything is good. So we'll do two songs from this, which is. Oh appropriately named English Anti-Soul Mysteries Lab and then Dark <laughs> Dark, Dark Palace band name. Dark <laughs> Palace of Water um, these are both really great songs and again it's like imagine a game that it's kind of frustrating and not really clear and kind of bland even but like with this music playing you just like it compelled me to keep playing the game um, so we'll do those and we'll be back you were saying it was much like your Crystal Teardrops. It
2: certainly was very it was like
0: cave that. feeling music. Yeah, which is weird. I was trying—was it this show or other podcasts—trying to decide like, like how many songs. Boy, this song sounds like a cave, and like that. There's a quality to game music that you're like, this sounds like it needs to be in a cave, and it what, sounds like water music. Yeah, it it like, like what forest. what it is about that song and Crystal Teardrops in Symphony of the Night that's the exact same thing and then uh, whatever it was in, in Dawn of Sorrow that I love so much it's the same exact thing it's underwater caverns and right. they all have this consistent thing maybe it's because it's the same artist that probably has something to do with it mm-hmm. but they all sound exactly perfect for that environment and that's never an environment I'd be like so what do you think a fireplace sounds like oh, probably something <laughs> aggressive <laughs> but I mean like seriously like, like fire Like I think aggressive or winter I think cold and slow or, or maybe more drawn out but it's like how about subterranean caverns filled with
1: water Uh, echoey (laughs) echoey whatever it is they consistently nail that sound
0: moving on to curse of darkness so this was what two years later two years later yes (laughs) oh five and this was a weird time for curse because curse of darkness came out and it's one weirded me out a little because there was already legacy of darkness and i'm like we already had an of darkness game Mm -hmm. for castlevania which was the second n64 one Curse of Darkness, also just weird, it, like, Luck of the Draw just came out, like, right as Xbox 360 was launching, and, the, and like, knowledge of the Wii, and, and which was still Revolution at the time, and then PS3, it was still, like, next-gen was here, or at least it was on the tip of everyone's tongue. Like, Xbox was launching, like, I think a month after this game, so it was very much like, eh, what? And this is also right around when I moved to California, so that's, I didn't even, it, it, like, came out, like, the week I moved or something, so I normally would have just got it and played it, but I didn't play it for months after. Um, so it kind of got lost in the shuffle, but it did come to Xbox, whereas Lament didn't, so it was a PS2 Xbox, um, joint. Um, but this was, uh, you're a Devil Forge Master Hector, and... Starship Hector? Starship Hector in this haggis nebula. Uh, but... Put it in H. Put it in H. You're Hector, a Devil Forge Master who, after Dracula's defeat in Castlevania three, decides to change sides, which is why I was interested in it, like, from the beginning, like, wow, you actually direct sequel to Castlevania 3, which hmm. I love. Oh, I oh, yeah. forgot about that. Yeah. So Trevor's you, in it, isn't Trevor it? is in it. Sypha's in it. Nice. I think Grant is in it. Like, you run into all these people again, and it's all very clearly, like, it's talking about Dracula's curse, and it's mm-hmm. talking about the monsters coming back, and you run into Death, who is still chattering like a Spencer's gift toy, because
1: <laughs> Dracula's dead, what?
0: Why doesn't that exist as an actual Well, you had one. I use that as an example, but that's your soul man <laughs> thing
1: that hung on the wall. <laughs> Oh yeah, soul, ma- like, soul man.
0: And the teeth are just chattering, not in tune at all.
1: Yeah. So, so a context is like if you ever <laughs> you ever seen those singing fish that's like on a plaque on your the wall, big,
0: ba- big mouth Billy. It was it was bash. exactly like
1: that, but it was for Halloween, and uh, of course, it was at Toys R Us, right?
0: I think it was Spencer's.
2: I swear, it was at Spencer's.
1: Really? I thought we had it. I don't
2: remember where you got it. It just appeared. It just appeared. But yeah. it was
1: hilarious because it was doing, you've heard the song Soul Man. was like, yeah. at the, the last part was all just <laughs> instrumental. There was no lyrics. But that's when his mouth was kicking into overdrive and he was just chattering away with his little like.
0: This little skeletor mouth just keeps going. It's uh, like, we,
1: why wouldn't you program it to stop singing? We couldn't play it without just cracking ass yeah. up God, in the last. It's so
2: stupid. It, Soul Man. <laughs> and it's a skeleton. Yeah. Oh, I hate that crap. <laughs>
0: it's so dumb. <laughs> it is really dumb. And you had it for years. I is, did. Is there a chance it's still back in Illinois?
1: Slim, slim to none. Slim to <laughs> none. <man>. Well, that <laughs> reminds me
0: of Curse of Darkness. Uh,
3: so the bit with
0: <laughs> curse, too. the bit with Curse of Darkness was again. You weren't to Belmont. You, you were Hector, this Devil Forge master who was one of the bad guys who, like, basically raises the monsters and trains them and makes weapons and, or whatever. I don't care what he did, but... Right. Point is, he was a bad guy on Dracula's side that's like, clearly I'm on the losing side of this, so I need to re-examine my ways. Defect. Defect. Um, and, of course, you know, like, Trevor and people don't trust him because, like, I what? But through this game, obviously, Hector gets to, you know, have his... Uh, I was going to say coming of age, but that's not that's not what happens to him. Uh, he gets a chance to redeem himself, but the gameplay was it was weird. I don't really remember because I only played it for like a couple of weeks, but it was something like you could capture animals. It was almost like a Pokemon kind of thing where like you could capture monsters and use them as weapons, like you would enslave them because that was your bit. You, you harvested monsters and used them and made them weapons or whatever. And you had a sword and not a whip. Right? Yeah, you had swords. And, and yeah, you didn't have a whip as far as I remember. So it played different, but it was still a lot of corridors and a lot of tunnels and walls. But like it was a, it little, did a little better. Yeah, it was. It was a little better and it was a little more interesting, and because it was tied into Castlevania three, which I already knew, and it's like, That's Trevor Belmont, that's so cool. Which if you remember going back four episodes, well three episodes to episode one, Trevor from Castlevania three, which takes place before one. So it was kind of cool to see more filling in the gaps. Uh nice. Yes, which Castlevania for a long time was very good about. Here's this very clear chronology, and here's when everything happened, and then Lords of Shadow just <laughs> starting over, <laughs> which is fine because there's enough. Like the old Castlevanias, I'm like, I love those games enough. I'll play them forever. Yep. Every time they're put in a collection or on a new platform, I will buy them again. Um, somebody actually tweeted, I don't remember who it was, but they mentioned like, oh, all these recommendations of simply the Night. I finally bought it because of the last episode. Um, which is awesome. You will not be disappointed. Oh, yeah, you showed me that. But someone bought uh, someone bought the Dracula X Chronicles, and we mentioned Symphony of the Nights on it, but you do yeah. have to unlock it. Yes. I don't mm. remember what the requirements are. You find it. Oh, it's,
2: yeah? Yeah, you just find it in a level. You find that in the original version of uh, Dracula X. The duo Well, it's
1: in-game, with, uh, like the, the disc or something. Yeah, I think it's actually a disc or <laughs> That's something. That's actually kind
2: <laughs> of cool. It's something like that, and you find it. And it's the full game. Wow. wow, with the duo Dracula X in there? Yeah, it has three games on it. And I believe it's twenty bucks now. It's well worth buying. I've yes. had it
0: for since it came out and never played it. Is but that
1: first? I've never heard of that. You I, find DLC in game. Yeah, that's really cool. Well, it's not downloadable. It's already it's on the <laughs> disc, which I'm not well, going to talk but about.
0: It. <laughs> but it would. Okay, fair enough. Um, no, you have X Chronicles, don't you? Oh yeah, Play I Play it, you. Matt. I should. I should. Yes. And you could then have Symphony Night on the go. There's the aviation. Detecting, the detecting aviation. Detecting aviation. <laughs> Every time a plane or something. Can you hear
1: it when you're listening to the show? Yeah, yeah. Really? That I think up. so.
0: Hmm. And which is an earnest joke, the detecting, which you're the only other person who might
1: get it. Yes. That's awesome. I am not into the earnest lore. I, I do remember growing up and you being all like, <laughs> I, you know, thought yeah. maybe you had a man crush on him for a while there. No, it's <laughs> just just good, wholesome just fun. Just the hilarity.
0: It is good, wholesome fun. Um, anyway, Curse of Darkness. <laughs>
2: uh, but <laughs> That's uh, uh, we were talking about Lords of Shadow yes like wrecking the continuity didn't they say now that that's not part of it didn't they get rid of it completely because it screwed up too much
0: stuff oh my my understanding was it was never part of it that it was a completely brand new start because a
2: lot of them don't count
0: right well that was (laughs) that was yeah (laughs) Uh, uh. that was igarashi like when he became like the the overseer of all castlevania he's like all right circle the moon's out legends is out uh this game's out these games are canon which was most of them Mm -hmm. here's the order they take place in here's a nice clean timeline and for the 20th anniversary of castlevania when portrait of ruin came out it actually came with a timeline so you could look at it and it's like okay cool but then now that he's not really the lead of castlevania anymore and that timeline's not really being filled in anymore it's kind of like well who knows like does that stuff even count anymore as far as canon goes Mm. because no one's really looking at it or in charge of it anymore Whereas Lords of Shadow, I always I always took it as like, this is a complete reboot. There is no tie to the old one. Gabriel is not part of, you know, right. does not know Simon, does not know Trevor, there is no Richter, all that stuff. But in Lords of Shadow 2, which is teased, it's clearly Alucard is in it, so it's like, okay, well, this is an interesting dynamic, because Alucard's supposed to be Dracula's half-vampire son, but... Lords of Shadow, you become sort of Dracula, Yeah, but then is it his son? Like I'm, I want to play it just to find out what, what this relationship Lords is. Lords of Shadow was really good.
2: It was good. A little while to get into it, but it was very good. Yeah, yeah.
1: So there are two distinct Castlevania universes at this point?
0: Right now. only well, it was One of them has one game, which is Lords of Shadow.
1: Right, but they're, so they're starting a new... I mean, they, they were planting a, f- a seed, and they're going to grow on it. Yeah, no
0: that was right. a complete start, fresh start. Ultimate okay. Castlevania. Ultimate Castlevania. Gotcha, gotcha. So Curse of Darkness music, uh, again, was uh, uh, Yamane along with Yuka Watanabe. We'll do uh, three songs, Um, and this, again, continues a trend for Castlevania music, which is the first area has this amazingly rockin' or at least inspirational go getem
1: music. Yeah, starts off with a kick-ass song.
0: Something to go crazy, and Abandoned Castle is the first song, which still is on my iPod. Like every device I own that has music on it has this song on it, and there's some I even forget that I put it on there. And every time when I hear it start, I'm like, oh, like oh, dr- yes. driving, and then like it comes on, and I'm like, oh my
2: god. Well, I need to hear this because that name isn't familiar to me. Really, abandoned yes. castle? No. Uh,
0: Animus machine tower and Garibaldi temple. Yeah, Abandoned Castle is my clear favorite in that game. That was amazing. Yes. I, I was not you, familiar with that one. You're and, saying it was like duo music, which is a quite quite a piece of praise. So, just what a- I
1: mean by that is the, the sound team, JDK, mm. like all the East music and uh, what else? The Dragon Slayer. Like, they've just done so much stuff as a particular sound. Mm. It's very uh, melodic, full of awesome, like often hand played instruments, you know. It's, it's just amazing stuff. You actually know stuff about music. Right. Uh, a little. You're a great person to have on. <laughs> I I uh, went to uh, in college. I took a bunch of audio classes because I was doing radio, television, and right. my like you have to specialize in something. And I chose audio, so I took like five classes on mm. audio engineering and all that.
0: So tell me some music terminology when I when I'm listening to a song and I'm like, man, it's so good.
1: <laughs> Trou- trouble note. Tr- uh, Timeline. Time signature. <laughs> this is sounds like audio hold, editing. Hold note. I'm just spitting out terms midi uh, MIDI? Mid- midi yes MIDI, midi data that is a thing so we're gonna
0: actually jump sideways i guess which is uh difficult to do but it's okay in a podcast it's anything's possible uh to castlevania chronicles which mm. is strange because i remember playing this came out before either of those other games but so here's why i'm doing this so curse of darkness is kind of the most recent that type of game 3d before um well, then it kind of all went handheld only for a while. Like After 05, it was Curse of Darkness, or Dawn of Sorrow the same year. So again, lots of Castlevania being stacked on top of each other. And then the next year is Portrait of Ruin, and then two years later was Order of Ecclesia, which we, was all last episode. So this mm-hmm. is a lot of Castlevania on multiple platforms, and then there was kind of a break, and then it went to Lords of Shadow in 2010. So just before that started happening, um, actually before... Actually, I can't remember. When did Kurt Chronicles come out? I feel like it was like 99 or 2000 or something. You're the date master. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know that. Well, it's weird because
1: I <laughs> didn't... am surprised you didn't know the day of the week. Well, because I
0: didn't play it till like 02 or 03, but then I feel like it must have come out sooner. Mm.
2: It was a really late release. Yeah,
0: on a PS1, which yeah. was
2: like... So I, I had to buy it immediately, yeah. for fear that it was just going to disappear. Disappear, yeah. So, but and... I think you can still get it, so...
0: Oops. Oops. So this is a... <laughs> Oh gosh, Soti, Sota Fujimori created new arrangements for the music in this arrange mode. So this game is based on Castlevania X sixty-eight thousand, which is an old machine, old platform. It's a Japanese computer, I mm.
3: believe. It
2: didn't, obviously didn't never, come out over here. Never so. got.
0: And there was Castlevania <laughs> for that, but not Haunted Castle, which was it's different, a totally different thing. Yes, hmm. Haunted Castle is an arcade game. Yes. Okay.
2: And it's hard.
0: <laughs> How many R's? Ah. <laughs> uh, I couldn't even begin th- there's to there's spec-
2: not a number that exists <laughs> to describe that how many R's to put in the word hard
0: um, but this is I think where Igarashi kind of like it was a chance to go back and kind of reimagine what that would look like as well as redesign Simon Belmont in this art which Kojima the artist that painted all this stuff for Lament, or uh, well from Symphony of the Night on like all these beautiful pieces of art like that's all this, uh, appropriately enough named Kojima working in Konami um, making all this beautiful art, and they redid the like, Castlevania Chronicles where that Simon now is just, like, f- like flaming red hair and like just really just dis- dis- changed the character from barbarian Conan looking dude with a whip to more looking more in line with what a-, a world that a la carte would also exist
1: in. Is he supposed to have red hair? He didn't originally, but he but does. But I mean, was that the intention or did they just not have enough colors in the palette mm-hmm. available? I don't think so. I mean, for
0: okay. which one? For this? Well, well like for, back su- in
1: for Simon, I mean.
2: I think back in the day, yeah, the it was just... the first one, it was palette limitation. Right, right, right. That would have been. And he had brown hair. And then the second one, his outline is black, so he's got black hair in that one.
1: Right. right, right, right.
0: But even the art. Like, they never tried to give him red hair in any in any official art or any, like, promotional materials. It was always just, yeah, he's brown or whatever. It's so they care. they changed him. It's not No, he does have
2: blonde hair on the cover, though, doesn't he?
0: On two. On two, he does, yeah. yeah. Hmm. But that uh, that day, that era of box art's like, and you know what? Dracula has, like, three Rottweilers, Rottweilers <laughs> with him, and, like... Sure. Does that happen in the game? No, but I no, but as an artist,
2: and that art is like a D and D book cover or something. Is it? Yeah, it's <laughs> exactly the same thing with just Simon on it. Oh, that's
0: awesome! Wow. It's like, just, so just some we'll j- look into that later because okay. it's it's exactly the same. Wow. Thing. Okay, I'm very interested in this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Castlevania three. That was an okay cover. That looked more like. I yeah. felt like that was Trevor. It looked
2: very western though. Yeah.
0: It's, it's kind of video gamey. It is a very western take on skeletons and mythology and stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas this redesign for Chronicles is like that's Japanese. Yeah. Right, right. Like that's like a anime look to it. Yeah. Reimagined mm-hmm. in this uh, glorious painting. But so this music in the game, it's just taking the original Castlevania for that computer and reimagining the game, giving these new t- music tracks, and there's a ton of just like here's songs you know from like Castlevania One, Wicked Child, um vampire killer and there's a song called moon fight which is new to this version which are the three songs i'm going to play actually so we'll do those songs and be right back
1: So, you talk a lot about uh, Overclocked Remix on on VG Empire, and uh, well done there. So, I want to give a shout out to uh, Joshua Morse, who Mm -hmm. is a game composer. He does all the music for Lost Ticket Games, for our games. He made a remix project on Overclocked Remix all by himself. Wow. It is called Sonata of the Damned. You can find it at sotd.ocremix.org. It is amazing. It's got songs like um, Mad Forest Remix on there, which is amazing uh check it out it's all free go get it is it a specific game or just across all castles no it's it's across a bunch it's wow. like a you know mix and match right yeah. well that is highly relevant to our conversation <laughs> great uh but one cool thing
0: again i mentioned those were arranged tracks and again that wicked child i think the first time i heard like <sighs> i remember where i was <laughs> so the first good. time i heard that just like where I was, like, in my room, but I remember, like, we just, like, got done swimming and came back, and then maybe, Josh, you brought the game over and were, like... I might have been, like, you have to hear yeah, this. Yeah, you might have literally just been, like, <laughs> you picked it up at Toys R Us that day and was, like, you have to hear this. And I'm just, like, well, I've heard a lot of I mean, Oh, my God! And, like, <laughs> bought it that night or the next day or whatever. And... It's still super difficult and super hard. Oh, yeah. Because uh, it's just this original Castlevania that has had no concessions to make it playable. It is hard. It's not Haunted Castle hard. Right. It has less R's in it. Less R's. But it's still very hard. <laughs> it's still like an electron microscope, like that level of technology to like look deep and find all these hidden R's. Yeah. You thought you saw all the R's. No, you didn't. There were more R's. No. Um, just stop looking for the R's because that song is so good yes yeah. but so, so it, because it does have both versions you also have uh, so this is the wicked child that's in the game huh. um, so you get this which well, sounds very Genesis to me I like that and vampire killer I recognize that so that's in Castlevania adventure rebirth like that's the beginning jingle And then Moonfight, yeah. which was the last song we just played which compares to what we just listened to
2: so even though they're not as high of quality they still sound
0: no they're great amazing
2: yeah they're great
0: and for you know that's the genesis of a lot of those songs so I mean hearing them it's kind of a full circle thing the show began with the NES versions which were which itself I think are after that version of the game in Japan the x68000 mm-hmm. or whatever like the NES versions like the because to us it's like that's the first Castlevania ever period when it's mm-hmm. like no that's actually like some it's like two or three other things before that before that actually came to the US. Right. Between Haunted Castle and Yeah, if you wanted to get on in all the different Castlevanias that we never got or yeah, yeah, different yeah.
2: computer ones, that's a whole show right there. Like listen yeah. to how bad this sounds.
0: <laughs> but that brings me to since we're jumping around now, like that jumped a little bit back and this gets into the end of the sh- the end of this Castlevania celebration which is a grab bag of things, and I mentioned throughout the show that, like, oh, Konami was really good about having its own bands make official thing, like yeah. official remix albums, like Dracula Battle Selection, which we'll get to actually in a second. But yeah. just really quick, I'm not even going to go into these in, in deep. But uh, we have this, yeah, which is uh, Mad Forest from the Konami Kukiha Club. This is uh, unexpected. So this yeah. is Mad Forest. But this is but like it's
3: still kinda
0: good. But it's still pretty alright. Oh yeah.
1: You you just can't have that that baseline there and not, not have some yeah, of that. Um
0: uh, But it's super cheesy. And when we first found this, it was just like, what? This happened? This is a real thing? Oh. But,
1: but it's, uh, still yeah, it's, it's still good. Like, it's still pretty good. It's
2: ridiculous, but it's still good.
1: Uh, you could you could play that song with just like cat meows you know and it would still be wonderful is this the one where they talk about dracula i think so oh there's talking in the song yeah, yeah i remember that skip around here i remember being embarrassed go. Gonna get you. no <laughs> you'll take them all that's
3: why i'm not here to put you to a stop. and everybody believes <laughs>
1: I have a memory of of just trying to like, like, like hide, like, like sneaking into my chair and being like, oh, I wish, I wish they hadn't done that. embarrassing, like, I hope nobody else knows this.
0: (laughs) Yes. Now now thousands of people will listen to it with you. Oh,
1: Like
2: anybody that doesn't know this music, like actual Castlevania music, like they'd hear this and be like, what, what what is this? What are you people doing? Oh, this is the the Castlevania Kukaya Club.
0: (laughs) So, Matt, does this embarrass you more or when you saw A Night's Tale in the theater?
1: oh so, that cause, was rough because
0: i remember <laughs> sitting next to you and you were like literally sinking in your chair <laughs> like you kept getting lower and lower i and didn't just... want to be seen by anyone <laughs> that was hard to hard to hear uh and that movie i thought was totally fine but
1: it, it otherwise was completely decent medieval movie like yeah. he's <laughs> ledger you know and he's a knight and he's winning the girl and there's horses and swords and i'm digging it and then they just have these <laughs> random parts with like you will rock it and the boy, they built it into the movie the, the people, boys are back in town They all now the oh, oh, oh. that that that, <laughs> that literally made, made me shudder.
2: You have to stop talking about it. The cold you chill have, down my no. spine. This movie cannot exist. We have to wipe it from our minds.
0: <laughs> this but, is just a great it's a great palate cleanser anytime you want to start a brand new conversation. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's that's that, which I don't want to play any other songs from because no. it's that's enough. Yeah, that's but, plenty. But what what is awesome is the Dracula Perfect Battle, which is perfect, <sighs> perfect, and a battle it with is a, Dracula. A battle the title is not a lie. No. It is a battle of guitars with your senses. Whoa. So this was an album from 1994 with heavy metal mixes of the classic Castlevania songs. Now this is one of those things where I just kind of wrap my head around. In 1994. 13 years old. Yeah, 13 years old, barely grasping that, oh, wait, I can like record game music or like off-air and even just barely discovering my musical tastes because I'm 13 I'm deciding what kind of music I like and what do I... I'm not, I'm not listening to Ninja Turtles soundtrack anymore. Like, You're what, listening to Jurassic Park soundtrack. I am listening to Jurassic Park soundtrack, <laughs> but that doesn't count because it's timeless. Yes. I need to find some things I'll be embarrassed
1: about later, like 2 Unlimited. Mm. Um... <laughs> That but, that was back when like you would have an idea. You're like, oh hey, I was just getting ready to play with my Ninja Turtles. I think what I'll do is I'll turn on you know the uh, Ninja Gaiden game, put it in sound select, and I'll play a couple of those songs while yeah, yeah, you're playing. Yeah. yeah and then yeah, later yeah. you're like, oh hey, there's a like a stereo that does that. Like I yeah. can play the music from there. Yeah. But yeah.
0: but while that's happening, there are actual like legitimate store CD releases of remixes of the game music because it's nice. already in Japan a viable thing to do. Embraced early on, like no, this is music. Like somebody wants to buy this, so right. here it is, and it turns out it does fairly well. And to this day, if we just got back from Japan. It's just game music up to my eyeballs, everywhere, and it's amazing. It just so happens a lot of it now is really expensive because it's not. They didn't make a whole lot, which is part of the deal. You, mm-hmm. know, you don't want to print like a million copies of a Symphony of the Night soundtrack. I don't know that you're going to sell a million, but if you. Right. Point is, it existed. Someone thought it was necessary. And, like, when I saw the Super Metroid soundtrack, it was 100 bucks. But I'm like, that exists. Like, that <laughs> happened. There was a, a day a Super Metroid soundtrack comes out today. And, like, another episode we'll get to a little later, which is, you know, eventually I want to do, like, Sega CD Lunar stuff. But it's, like, Lunar, I think, the album, the soundtrack for Lunar, I think, came out, like, months before the game. Hmm. And they're just like, it's, it's going to be that good, people. Here's the soundtrack a month ahead of time to get you psyched. <laughs> And here it's like, it's Red Book Audio on the disc. If you want to listen to it, just put it in your CD. <laughs> and like, nobody <laughs> pays any attention to it. Yep, and, that's true. So when I found out The Perfect Battle existed, which I think is, again, through Josh, because this is like, you made this Castlevania compilation CD, yeah. which was ripped our own music, uh, out of the, got the audio, and then burned it to a CD, made a s- specific cover, and then like, here's the CD. That's when we upgraded from using cassette tapes to
2: CDs. Yes. Mm-hmm. When burners were invented
0: yeah burners but then before that what we did was like we would actually play the games like your NES was hooked up or Super NES or Genesis was hooked up to a stereo and then hit record on a cassette and then we have to live dodge yeah. enemies bullets find a place in the game where you could stand and no noise would happen which is why Mega Man music for so long was so hard because there's always a little start with that boink blip. Yeah, and it's like nope can't have it it has to be pure audio and there's no NSF files there's no MP3s it's literally just us in like 1996 going Hu-hu-hu. but and I even had to dodge two on yeah. emulators like the Green Groo- yeah. Reaper stage
2: mm-hmm. oh, you get to yeah. that point like right before the end that skeleton thing is spitting fireballs at you yep. oh yeah if you kill yourself there you start right there and you don't have the, the jumpy Igor things coming at you Right. and mm. you just dodge the fireballs mm. and you can record the music yeah. But that's like, the yeah. only way to do it.
0: Yeah, because that's stuff we would like figure out. Like, yeah. Let's just find like Darkman. There's we have music recorded from Darkman. It's just walking on a tightrope back and forth yep. for like a minute straight. Like oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> and it keeps getting harder and harder as longer you stay on the tightrope. And just like we just need a minute and a half. We just need a minute and a half. Um, so loop twice and fade out. Loop twice and fade out. Um, <laughs> so at the end of that CD, I knew there would be a hidden track, and the hidden track was. I don't remember what was the beginning from... Uh, Bloody Tears. Was it Bloody Tears? But when I heard it, I was like, oh, like X x-rays my skeleton <laughs> on the wall. Like, that shredding crazy guitar for a Castlevania song that I already loved. And then I realized, oh, crap, this is like a totally legit thing. And then that Napster online everything, MP3s, let us realize, holy crap, there's a ton of stuff out there I've never heard. So Finding Dracula, Perfect Battle, or whatever it was called, Castlevania, well, Dracula. Dracula. I can't yeah. remember now You um, put me on the spot Yes um, But it's just a great example Of like How, how seriously that This stuff was taken Back then um, So I want to play Ripe seeds yes. From that And also beginning Yes and But no bloody tears Well we just did. Come the, on. There's going to be Some bloody tears From something else I don't want to have Too much bloody tears uh, So we'll do Ripe seeds Beginning And be back is yeah, everyone like it's just i'm trying to imagine a music video that and everyone's sweating profusely and just moving around the drums and the the bass guitar is like 12 feet long they're all screaming but you can't hear any <laughs> vocals you just no, i just see think,
2: like the guitarist is just some japanese dude with a cigarette barely hanging out of his mouth just wailing <laughs> on the guitar just,
0: but no other movement just no
2: it's dead serious he's so into it he's, though,
0: and he's so proficient he's like this is the per- it is the easiest the huge- thing he's ever done <laughs> 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 this is the perfect battle <laughs> <laughs> you can try to play this song as well as I am but no and he's not nope. even he's not even being a jerk about it he's just you will not you will not be as good as this I'm sorry I'm sorry this has happened to you and it's
2: Ripe that. Seeds from Game Boy yeah that's the, the other thing the Game source Boy. material is Game Boy. the source
0: material is Ripe Seeds from Game like Game Boy which song is that in the, uh, it's, uh, the in it's the Plant Castle it's the Plant Castle
2: there you go
0: yeah which we played in the first episode of the Castlevania 30 yeah. episode 30 that a good. Oh one. here you go. Yeah. Oh my god. And then that and then that becomes this which is Oh my god. So good. I will just listen to the whole song again, but uh, it's just uh, that's what those, I love about Castlevania is there's so much remixes not just not just fans but professional stuff. Even they embraced their own heritage mm-hmm. and made all this body of work. But then the fans, like if you like techno, if you like and every and every deviation of techno, everything imaginable, every deviation of rock, piano, orchestral Castlevania has it covered. Every mm-hmm. possible yeah. thing, every song that exists. It just so happens they almost all end up being speed speed metal stuff. So, <laughs> uh, which speaking of which, uh, Castlevania Judgment, which was a fighting game that reimagined all the characters from the Death Note uh, artist, so they look weird and uh, the game whatever. But the point is again, Castlevania Judgment um, does have a bunch of old songs reimagined. So I want to do a couple of those, which is uh, Iron Blue Intention and Bloody Tears. Fairy balls to the wall fighting game music as you would expect, but again it's just old songs reimagined yet again and once again Konami's just like like dig them up let's play them again these are the greatest hits and they've been greatest hits for almost 20 years now mm-hmm. and now uh, 25 practically I think at this point point, um, 2006 yeah 25 26 years old now I feel old you should
2: good call on Iron Blue Intention yeah by the way.
0: yeah well let's uh, let's go into this this is again Castmanian Judgment fighting game for Wii I would recommend listening to the soundtrack and <laughs> and that is all <laughs> just to the end of the show and to the end of the whole CastleMania rock block month of four episodes back back and soon enough vg empire will go back to the pretty much to every two weeks ish posting schedule but i hope it seems like everyone really enjoyed hearing these and uh if i can think of another theme month there certainly are other series that are like this that i'm like i don't even know what i would do final fantasy comes to mind where it's mm-hmm. like each of those games is its own show, so how do I yeah. cram that even into like a two-month block? It's really tough. So I'll, that's something I'm have to think on. But that that ended being October seemed like a good time to do it.
1: Very appropriate. But
0: song I wanted to take us out to kind of end everything. It's just kind of this this uh, cool bookend thing, which is it's from the Dracula X remixes CD, which is again something I didn't even know existed, and I don't even know when this happened or came out. I don't even know. No idea. No clue. Yeah. So I just got
2: it all at the same time. Yeah, so
0: <laughs> this is another weird one where and there's a reason I'm playing this song last. So it's Vampire Killer Remix from Dracula X remix album. And it's with his vocals by this Karina girl. I don't know I don't know the backstory of this. I haven't looked into it that much. But the point is, Jim, who's not here, he's <laughs> in the other room, my other friend from Illinois. You might hear him on another episode in the future, because we record these in bulk. Um but he made this. It was this VGM CD called like VGM Volume One or whatever, and he just showed up when on he like, "Hey, I made music." I pulled up the internet, and it was like, "What?" And this is before Napster, before like a lot of the torrent... there was no torrenting and like you know widely at all. It was just like he found songs online and put this grab bag of randoms, totally random songs together, and there was no consistency. It's like here's some Master System things, here's an NES stuff, here's some Mode Seven demo from Super NES. I'm like, what is this? But I also,
2: it was the first CD we had of any of this Yeah, I remember getting that before I haven't had a CD burner yeah, yeah. We he had one sets. like
1: that was like magic he was like yeah. I have this thing from the future yeah. that like later three years later we'd all have of course <laughs> but at the time we were like what? Discs? Yeah. that's possible? yeah at this point I had imported like
0: the Final Fantasy 3 6 album mm-hmm. and Secret of Mana and Final oh, Fantasy 4 yes. so I'd been importing stuff but like the idea of it and even into. Nintendo, to their credit, had released, like, N64 things, like the Mario 64 soundtrack, that Blast Core disc with other stuff oh, on yeah. it. There was stuff, Killer Killer Cuts, uh, yes. infamously, and then uh, Killer Instinct Gold, and a lot of random things did have soundtracks, but it was spotty at best, and it was, like, Nintendo doing its own thing, and there wasn't, like, a lot of stuff, like, coherent releases from a lot of companies, so... And especially old stuff, like going back into the eight bit and sixteen bit days, which is even right. in the mid nineties was like oh so nostalgic. And I literally just got done living it, and I already miss it. <laughs> yep. Um So at the end of, in, somewhere in there was on that disc was this song, and I was just like, "What is like?" I didn't, I couldn't even wrap my head around it because it. I was like, this sounds like a real club song, like that would exist in a in a club somewhere, and no one would bat an eye. That means a bunch of people had to like care and make this, and this became emblematic of. So there's actually a lot of other people who care about game music outside of like the people who are playing the games, and outside of this, my immediate friend friend group. And it opened my eyes. Like the internet is going to make all this stuff become apparent, and it, like this one song encapsulated so many little things. And it was that it was a vampire killer of all the songs, like one of the first game music songs ever stuck in my head in my life was that castlevania 1 music totally and to hear it here like with vocals and a full like it's you know cheesy dance music but the point is like it was on a cd that was released somewhere which means some people cared and that this mattered and that I'm and I'm not weird for liking game music and that my friend who made this isn't weird for burning a cd it's like well no there's people selling it for money like, this is a legit thing. It just hasn't caught up where you are yet. Right. People other than us. Yeah, people other than our friend group in the middle of the Midwest nowhere with, like, no connection to anyone anywhere. And Overclock didn't exist yet. Like, yep. it's, it wasn't there. Mini bosses weren't around yet. Like, it, there was no indication that anyone outside of our media friend group cared at all. So hearing this, maybe you go, oh, my God, this is." it's not just me. So <laughs> that's why I want to end with this song. Ending a Castlevania block. Uh, thanks for listening,
1: MediumPyre.com. Quick plug Matt's going to plug something. I have a podcast. It's yes, called Lost Cast. It's a game development podcast. I run an indie game company, and you can find it at LostCast.fm. Josh, tease anything?
2: No, not, not, not at the moment. Okay. I don't
1: have Soon. anything at
0: the moment. Soon. Soon. Perhaps. Soon, Soon perhaps. All right. Thank uh, Again, thanks for listening, and uh, hope you like the Castlevania stuff, and maybe there'll be an episode some other time. The rest of the stuff I didn't do. Um, Yeah, we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody.